Blog Talk Radio. Saturday, December 13th, 2014, and you are tuned in to another holiday edition of the Missy Show, where your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and once again, I have my Christmas co-captain, Dee, on board. How you doing, buddy? Ho, ho, ho. Jay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jay. Wish I had some bells. Yeah, you know what? I wish I had that sound effect. If I had been thinking about it, I would have installed some on here. Because this is our Christmas episode. This is our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas. Yes, Happy and Hanukkah. you know, Happy you know what? <laughs> yeah, that too. Happy Hanukkah, all of that good stuff. Because yeah. we're going to be taking a two-week hiatus. Um, yeah. It wasn't originally planned that way. We actually had an episode planned for next Saturday, but we decided, you know, we're just going to kind of take a two-week break, and then we're going to come back nice and fresh in January with all new episodes, you know, and we're going to, you know, come up with some new ideas, get a new game plan together for 2015. So this will, um, this is our official Christmas episode. Um, we may upload some old episodes for next Saturday and the Saturday after if, Blog Talk Radio will cooperate, or my computer will cooperate, and it'll let me do it. We shall see. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll be gone for about two weeks. That's okay. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. yeah, we'll be back. We'll still be active on Twitter. We'll still be on Facebook, you know, so hopefully you won't miss us too much. Well, yeah, you, we do want you to miss because we'll miss, miss you. <laughs> miss us. Miss us. Watch us back. Miss us, miss us, miss us. We'll miss you. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's going to feel weird not doing this on a Saturday. This is what we do. This is what we do. This is who we are. This is how we roll. Don't get me started. <laughs> don't, don't don't take me there. Well, you know, I'm I'm just I'm kind of all in the spirit now. I'm I'm trying to be more there. I've actually gotten six Christmas presents wrapped. So yay for me. I wish I had my clapping sound effect right now. But yeah, I've got three. No, six. Presents wrapped. <laughs> there you go. Thank I'll give you. it to you. You're, you're way ahead of me because all my Christmas gifts are sitting lined up in the boxes that they came in. If I ordered them through the mail, which a large majority of them I did, or they are sitting in bags that I bought them from the store. <laughs> we hope something happens between now and Christmas. Well, you know, you could always go the route where you kind of just buy gift bags and you just Get the tissue paper and just sort of put them in gift bags. You can't. It just might happen. It just might happen. That's how some of mine are going to be, but I don't know why. I just like the idea of giving people a wrap present. I like to see them unwrap it and, you know, kind of the struggle with it a little bit. You know, Well, not like my mother-in-law because she puts that strong tape on hers, and it's just oh. like, my gosh, can I get this open? And it's like you're about to cut your finger off. <laughs> yeah, I've been there with some of those where they double. It's like some people will double wrap them because you think you get through one layer, you're like, there's more paper. And <laughs> mm-hmm. going through the paper. So, yeah, I've been there. 
in there. We'll see. So, uh, something new. They'll be covered in something. Newspaper, plastic <laughs> bag, something. I think most people won't care. They'll just want the gift. But I'm one of those funny people. I'm like, I want to open it. I actually, I I like the sensation of just tearing the paper and just the, you know, just being surprised by what's in the box. So. Yeah. The element of surprise. Christmas brings that to you. But if you want to throw mine in a bag, that's fine. No okay. pressure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jane. Well, in keeping with the Christmas tradition, and since this is a Christmas episode, we're going to be talking about reindeer. So anything you've ever wanted to know about reindeer but was too afraid to ask, we'll probably tell tell you. (laughs) We'll probably tell you about it today because I learned about reindeer and stuff I didn't even know. (laughs) But before we get started, as usual, we're just going to give out the call-in number for those who might want to join in the conversation. That number is 347-838-8313. Or you can listen after the show in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's authority. You may also find links to information on today's show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44. Now, all about reindeer. All about reindeer. You know, learn some great interesting facts about the reindeer. <laughs> some things that I just did not know about the reindeer, some little theories that some people have on it, which I'll probably try to expound on a little bit later on in the show. So who wants to go first, Jamie? You want to, yeah, I got some facts and you have some facts. So what do you want to say about your Yeah. I, well, what, well um, something I found out, I didn't know, because I've heard of caribou, but I didn't mm-hmm. know that, that reindeer, you know, they're also known as caribou. Um, yes. In Europe, they're called reindeer all the time. In America, we call them caribou in the wild, and when they're domesticated, we call them reindeer. And you know, I did not know, you know, heard of caribou, heard mm-hmm. of caribou, and did not associate that. I don't know why I didn't associate that with the reindeer. Because, and even, here's the sad thing, probably was watching an animal show, and they were showing caribou, and I was like, Oh, that's the caribou. Not realizing that, yeah, that's reindeer too. So, it's, yeah, I'm you know. the same way. It's like the name just throws you off, and you're not like thinking that's a reindeer just because they're calling them caribou. Yeah, I mean, or the scientific name, the scientific name, which I'm probably sure you've read or, or seen, <laughs> which I will butcher right now for you people. <laughs> Give it a shot. Rain if rain if I, There you go. That's the scientific name for caribou or reindeer. Reindeer fur, Taurus, I don't know. But I thought that was interesting because I would have never, ever put that there. I never knew that. I think we'll just keep on calling them reindeer. You know what? They will be there forever, be reindeer in, you know, in my world. Although I like... I like the name. I like the word caribou. I don't know why, but I do. I like the caribou. name caribou. I like caribou. Name caribou. It's just my saying, a caribou. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that they were herbivores. Ho- I didn't know that they were plant eaters. I didn't. I thought. I don't know why I thought that they would probably eat meat for some reason, but they're not. They're vegetarians. Mm-hmm. Yep, they eat lichen. 
And I just remember that from science class. We'd study about Good. mosses and lichens and all that kind of stuff. I did not know that. I don't know why. I thought they would be somewhere sitting down having some little meat or something. <laughs> but I don't know. That's cool. That's cool that they're veggies. But you know what? I found some other information that says when they're nutritionally stressed, they'll also feed on small rodents such as lemmings, fish such as arctic char, and bird eggs. But for the most part, they are vegetarians. But I guess if they just get in a situation where there isn't enough vegetation, they will eat those things. So they will go to the, okay, well, there you go. Well, okay, okay, well, that's interesting to know if they, you know, I guess you, that, that's something you would know because, you know, I guess there's not always vegetarian available. So you got to eat something. Yeah, so that that was interesting too. And um, they'll also uh, devour mushrooms enthusiastically in late summer at times. So. Yeah, I got something to add to that a little bit later on about the mushrooms. I think it kind of ties in with, with, with part of my, part of the little, I found it very interesting about maybe why people think reindeer fly. <laughs> ah. You might have read that. You might have found that, that story. I, I didn't, but my mind is going towards psychedelics for some reason. <laughs> you're on the mushroom. Jay, you're on the right path. Which I thought, hmm, that's interesting. I did not know that, like a human fingerprint, no two reindeer's antlers are exactly the same. Can you imagine that, though? I mean, I guess you could because they're going to grow out. You know, they don't have a set pattern, growth pattern, I guess, so they couldn't necessarily or shouldn't grow out the same. But I just thought that was very, very, very unique, that there no two antlers are the same. They're all different. And I didn't know that either, but I, I guess it makes sense that they, they would just grow in different patterns. I guess sort of like snowflakes, you know, they're just all different. Yeah, they're just different. So each time you see a reindeer and they have antlers, know that those are unique pair of antlers you're looking at, they don't mirror any other reindeer's antlers in the world. And I wonder, does each reindeer's antlers, when, when they share them, will they grow back exactly the same, or is it a different pattern from the pair that they had exactly, previously? Right? Exactly. I don't know. That's something interesting, because do they keep the same growth pattern? So where every reindeer's, you know, after when they initially grow, that pattern is the pattern that that reindeer keep until they die. Hmm, you may have to research that. I didn't run across that, so I don't know. Yeah. I, they're very heavy. Between, you know, they weigh between 240 and 7, they can weigh between 240 and 700 pounds. Yeah, that that would be a, a very big pet because some, some people do keep them as pets. So, yeah, I think you'd be mm-hmm. getting into something with that. You know, because you, it's, I don't know the size of a cow or the weight of a cow, but I would think somewhere around in that area, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um. What was something else that I saw about them? Um. Their uh, mating occurs from late September to early November, and I think I've seen this on TV before because they say the males battle for access to females and two males will lock each other's antlers together and try to push each other away. If it wasn't reindeer, I've seen some other horned creatures kind of do that thing. I've kind of seen that. I don't know if they were reindeer, but I've seen because, of course, I'm on the Nature Channel. 
and I'm looking at the animals, and, and I've seen the whole, the you know, the the, the clash of the titans. Or something. <laughs> and you can kind of hear them going at one another and locking horns and, and just kind of butting heads or whatever. So, yeah, I think I've seen that before. That's interesting, though. Could you, can you imagine kind of walking up on that and thinking, what the heck? I just would not want to because I'd be afraid I'd get stabbed. I wouldn't want to be near it. No. <laughs> it would be all like, oh, no, nice leaves, nice, what? <laughs> what is this? No. And you know what? If it did happen, Jay, we probably would get stabbed or whatever they charge us because they can run 50 miles per hour. So I <laughs> I know when adrenaline kicks in, you can probably run a little bit faster, but I just don't know if I can get up to 50. Mm-mm. Don't think it would I'll happen. That's fast, that's faster than people drive sometimes. I know, right? So, you know, but I've never been chased by a reindeer before, so who knows? What, <laughs> I've outrun some dogs, so <laughs> who knows? <laughs> well, uh, hopefully we won't be in their habitat or in their environment. I know I'm very cold-natured, and I don't like cold weather, so hopefully I won't ever be in that situation. Yeah, yeah. I, no, thank you. No, thank you. But there are advantages for the the most dominant male, whoever wins that battle. Um, he can collect as many as fifteen to twenty females to mate with. They're like, hey, big boy. <laughs> hey, they won't say hey, big boy because a male reindeer is called a buck. So they would be saying, hey, Mister Buck, <laughs> big buck. So, you know, he whoever wins, all the females are like on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a lot of um, little, uh, what do they call, fawns. That's a lot of fawns yeah, that he can that's create. That's waiting there on the sidelines. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Who do you pick? Okay. That's that. There you go. There you go. And and they're dedicated to their mating, too, because the males will stop eating during this time and they lose much of their body reserve. Oh, really? Okay. So I guess they're just focused on procreating. They are focused. <laughs> and that's what you want, right? You want somebody who's going to stop eating. <laughs> I want you to stop eating. I want you to just focus right <laughs> You know what? I think we better stop while we're ahead because this is G-rated stuff. We're going to the other side. I'm sorry. Okay, back on, back on the track. Oh, and their cows are usually born um, the following May or June. So they mate um, from September to early November. They have their babies from May, um, the following May or June. And after 45 days, the calves are able to graze and forage, but they continue suckling until the following, and then they become independent from their mothers. Yeah, that's good. And that's good. And a, a let's see, a mother usually gives birth to one fawn a year, but sometimes two are born. So that's, that's you know, you might have one at the beginning, you might have one at the end. Hmm. Jay, did you know that a reindeer's milk has more fat than a cow's milk? I did not know that. Yes, it does. Wonder does so, it taste good? I know, right? You think you want it on your cereal? I don't know if I want that on my cocoa puff. I don't know, but I guess if you need it to put on weight quickly, that would be a good way. There you go. There's a there's a idea. <laughs> there's a thought. 
My mom's always wanting to gain weight, so maybe I'll suggest that she start drinking reindeer milk. Go get her, you know, go ahead and get your your snowshoes on and go up there and get some reindeer milk and bring it back to her. See if she'll take you up on it. Or maybe I could, I don't know. I wonder could they ship me some from Alaska. (laughs) You can pretty much buy anything online these days, so you probably could Google you know, buy reindeer milk, and there would be a site, you know, popping up saying, yeah, how much do you want? What do you need it? Probably so. And, and I, I'm assuming if we lived in Alaska, that would probably be very easy to get. Yeah, probably. Because they live in northern parts of North America, um, including Canada and Alaska, but, of course, they're also in Europe, Russia, and Greenland. Um, and let's not forget, well, Santa at the North Pole. North Pole, of course, Santa has the mayor there, and they are getting they're very busy. They're all yes, getting. They are. So if any kids are out there listening, remember to be good. Be good because they're they're getting their haircuts and, and you know getting training and getting everything done right now. It's that time. That'd be good. It's that time. It's, I used to get so excited, and I, I remember when they'd have the news bulletin saying where he was at that current time and whether he was close to where we were, and I just used to be so excited, and I would be scared at the same time. You know what? My brother, and he will kill me if he listens to this. <laughs> it's a running joke in our house. But uh, my brother, I mean, when they would bring that news bulletin on and break in, because, of course, every time they actually showed, Christmas cartoons, you know, around a little bit closer to Christmas, um, and they would break in, and then they would have the news bulletin, and you would see the actual news people, so you knew it had to be legitimate. And they would break in and say, we've spotted Santa's sleigh, and it's actually coming into North America, and and I could just see his face, and it would go to a thing of, oh, my God, it's happening. And it would make we would make so much fun of him because it would be a thing of this is not this is not a test anymore. He's here. He's in this country. We need to go to bed. We need to go to bed now, and we need to go to sleep. And you know, you could never sleep. I could never sleep on Christmas Eve. I just was sitting there because we pretty much molested our poor presents to death under the tree. <laughs> you. you 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 shook them as much as you could. You kind of peeped the hole through the paper as much as you could or, you know, done something or whatever, and then you knew that there were going to be some that were just going to come from Santa. And so, you know, you you had this, this thing where you just forget about it. It was, it was one of those things where you were just happily exhausted the next day. Yeah, because I, I can remember just, like, being in my room and just, what well, well Back then when I was younger, at one time I uh, shared a room with my grandmother, and I'd be, it would be like 4 o'clock in the morning, and, I, and I'm like, has he come yet? Has he come? And and she she would play along. You know, she would get up, and she'd go look, and she'd be like, no, he hasn't put the stuff out yet, and she'd go lay back down. And then about 5 o'clock, usually my mom, well, usually Santa had put the stuff out there by 5 a.m., and I just remember, you know, when he finally put it out there, she'd say, okay, he's come, you know, and I was able to get up at that time. Usually I was up by, like, 5 or 5.30 on Christmas morning. It was, a, you know, we, I hear stories of my mom and, and just saying how she just, she was just, she was just exhausted because <laughs> she wouldn't get any sleep, and she would have to wait for us to try to go to sleep. And then when we were attempted to go to sleep, then she would have to get up and try to put the, the presents out. And so... She would get everything put out or she would do whatever she had to do or, you know, 
meet Santa. And um, she said she would, as soon as she would lay back down, about maybe 45 minutes later, we would be in her room. Can I get up now? Can I get up now? So she was like, I was just so exhausted. I think she was the only person who was ready for Christmas to be over that night because she was just ready to get a full night's rest. I said she was, and, and probably my mom, too, because I, I was the same way. But it was it was so exciting, and, and I think that's why I love this time of year. It, it can never be as magical as it was when I was a kid, but still I love it. You do. You do. And if you have kids, it's your, your, I mean, kids make it even more special just, you know, because it's just it's just more special. There's a magic to it. Yeah, I don't have any yet, but I live through my nieces and my nephews, so, I, you know, I get to have fun with them during Christmas time. Yeah, I bought some kids' toys today. Some remote-controlled cars were purchased today. So, and, and, see, I love that. And, you know, I guess I can't say, I'm not going to say on air, just in case any of my nieces or my nephew is listening yeah. to today's show, I'm not going to say a word, so we'll, we'll take a break off of that. And I'm going to get back on to reindeer just in case. Yes. Well, you know what? I have an interesting fact. Okay. Did you know that reindeer's eyes change color with the season? Now, that I did not know. Didn't see that in the research. Yes, their eyes change from a golden green in the summer to a blue in the winter in order to help them see with the lack of sunlight. Hmm. So. Now that, that I've never heard of any animal's eyes changing colors. Okay, with the season. That's cool. Their eyes change colors, which is, I guess, a good thing. It's probably a straight, although I don't know, you'd be close enough to even see that. But uh, <laughs> but you know what, like you said, some people have them as pets, so, you know, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah they probably would notice because they say reindeer are able to adapt to humans more than any other species of deer. Yeah. Um, and they come to know and recognize their family over time, similar to dogs or cats. Yes. I also found out another interesting fact <laughs> that anybody wants to know this, or maybe you are interested in knowing this, but did you, <laughs> did you know that it's physically impossible for a reindeer to pee and walk at the same time? I did not know that, no. <laughs> yes, it is. It is kind of, they, they make frequent stops because they have to pee. They, you know, they stop so regularly to pee that the Sami people, which are inhabitants of, of the reindeer area of the world, that's what they call them, have termed the measurement for the six-mile interval reindeer travel between pee. It's called, and I'm going to mess this up, but I'm going to try my best, they call it Poron Kusma. It's the six-mile interval between how a reindeer walks and pee. I told you so there's a name for it. There's a name for it. There's a name for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know how, how I can top that one. Um, they can't walk and pee at the same time. They cannot walk and, you know, they cannot walk and pee at the same time. And, this, you know, the Sami, the Sami people, which are the people that, you know, live in the area where the, the reindeers inhabit, also had the whole, you know, Legend, let's gonna call it a legend, but you know it could be true. Who knows? Because of course you see the reindeer flying, um, surrounding the flying reindeer story. 
Uh, rumor has it that the Sami shaman would feed hallucinogenic mushrooms to the reindeer, and then they would drink their urine. So you possibly could see crazy things going on. So maybe that's where that whole story of the flying reindeer came from. Ah, that would make sense. There you that go. Would make sense. There you go. Yeah, you know what? The, and and this is so off topic, and I'm not gonna go deep into this, but um, there's even some theory by someone about uh, for those who are into the evolution thing about that's how we may have come about our the modern day humans and with our brains being the size that they are now, is that maybe the the pre-caveman people or whatever, they they would be looking for, like, little plants or whatever under rocks, and they came across these mushrooms. And as they start eating these psychedelic mushrooms and having these experiences, over time, their brain size enlarged. And that's how what? you got modern-day humans. That that's, I forgot the guy's theory. It, it, it's some man. I, I was listening at a radio show, and they were talking about that. So that's interesting with the psychedelics. That's very interesting. Hmm. That's another show topic. Yeah, that's another show topic. That that's mm-hmm. another one that that's for for our other show, which maybe you know, hopefully we'll get that off the ground next year too. We're still gonna have our Missy show. We're still you know talking about our pets, but we're we're still you know in the works on getting our other show up and going too. So who knows? That could be a topic. That could be a topic. What? Oh, did you know that reindeer antler is powdered and sold as an aphrodisiac? nutritional or medicinal supplements to Asian markets? You know what? I heard about that, and not just because I was doing research today, but I think it was something where there was a show where they were doing, like, you know, over in different countries, and one of the things, they were over in one of these um, Asian countries, um, places, whatever, and they were saying they went into this shop, and one of the things that they sold was powdered reindeer antlers, and they used it for that purpose. (laughs) And you know what? That's that's cool as long as they're the antlers that they've shed. If, if it's the antlers that are not attached to them anymore, that's cool. Exactly. I don't want you going over there trying to get some, you know, get your stuff off of the antlers that are still attached to the reindeer. So as long as they're the ones that have fallen to the ground, go ahead and get them. Leave the ones that are on the reindeer's head alone, please. Thank you. Yeah, we don't don't want any of the things like they do to the elephants to get their tusk and all that. So yeah, get get the the shed antlers and aphrodisiac away. There you go. Wouldn't try it myself, but there you go. No, just... no, 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 no. Because here there was something where they were saying the blood of caribou was supposedly mixed with alcohol as a drink by hunters and loggers in colonial Quebec to counter the cold. Uh, okay. This drink is now enjoyed without the blood as a wine and whiskey known as caribou. Okay, you know what? I think I've heard about that, Jay. I think I've heard about that. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, I, hopefully that's not true, but I just see here where they said it was supposedly mixed with alcohol, but you know what, I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, you know what? You probably will find some of everything in different corners of the world. I've seen certain shows where they show, you know, different things that people consume, and it's not to my liking, you know, but to each his own, you have at it. I'll stick stick with my, you know, fruit punch. I'm just fine with my fruit punch. 
and oh, and I don't know if we mentioned this, but both the males and the females have antlers because I know in some species of animals maybe only the males have antlers, but both both of them do. Exactly, they do, and their hooves are sort of like um, snowshoes. That's how they're able to walk on the snow because they kind of spread out a little bit, like like uh, horseshoes, like I mean uh, snowshoes. Yeah, I saw that because their their hooves they can even like kind of dig through the snow because that's how they get to some of the lichen and the little plants that they eat. Yeah, and they can walk. Wow, this was a quick show. It was very quick quiz for us. Can we name? Can you name Jay the the Santa's reindeer? I know, um, Donder, Blitzen, uh, Comet, <laughs> Cupid, Vixen. I can't name all of them. That's your dancer, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, Vixen, Planter, and don't forget the most famous reindeer of all, Rudy, Rudolph, Rudy, 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 Rudy's a superstar right now. You know, he, he's like, oh, yeah, this is his time. Everything he is, this is his moment. You know, and you know, if this was one of our. 45-minute episode one, we would have read Twas the Night Before Christmas. We would have did it like like our local news channel does on Christmas Eve. We could have did it, but we could have wrapped it. <laughs> the last time I attempted to wrap on this show, that didn't go very well. You know what? I still bow down. You are still the one, the only Grandmaster Jack. Yeah, ma'am. And since we're down to 15 seconds, we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And we will be back on January 3rd. You guys have a wonderful holiday. Bye.